Welcome back. Welcome to Friend Crush. I'm your host, Amber Akila. This is my podcast where I talk about stuff and things, cute, chaotic, and critical thinking. I'm a DJ slash music person, creative consultant based in Shanghai. Well, in Shanghai. Hopefully I can be based here. <laughs> you know, visa things. I hope everyone's doing well. Oh, wait, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Spotify and SoundCloud for music and mixes and at Amber Killer. And the meme page for this podcast is at friend.crush on Instagram. I really appreciate feedback and um, thoughts and feelings about the episodes Make sure to share Friend Crush with your friends as well. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm feeling good. It's a long weekend in Shanghai this weekend. And I had a really great day yesterday, pretty much not leaving my apartment at all. Working on the podcast, actually. <laughs> and yeah, today I went and did some grocery shopping in the morning bought a big bag of huge olives my favorite and I'm hoping that the construction um nearby doesn't start up again while I'm recording this episode but I've actually tried to record this episode a few times talking about adult friendships how to make friends as an adult and also like friend breakups and stuff just because I think you know big transition period for me in the last few months coming back to Shanghai re-familiarizing myself with the city, re-familiarizing myself with myself in a new city and then also people in a new city, people that I knew before, new people that I'm meeting. It's just a lot. Considering that when I was in Perth for like two and a half years, I didn't have to, I mean, I just didn't have the same level of like social interaction as I do here like when I was in Perth I would see one friend a week maybe maybe another friend and would like go for a walk very like low-key social activity maybe go out to a club like once a month if that not even that and even though like there's restrictions in Shanghai or there was a lot of restrictions when I first got back over three months things have been opening up and it's still not operating at like full open capacity like other parts of the world but I'm exhausted <laughs> so definitely uh just trying to be mindful of how I'm feeling and being like open and honest with my close friends about how I'm feeling and what I can and can't commit to just recognizing like how I can better organize my time Anyway, so today's episode, making friends as an adult and just, I guess, like my thoughts, feelings and perspective and which has been informed by like my experience on making friends and then giving friendships space, how I understand friendship, which I've spoken about in other episodes before. And yeah, so let's get into it. So for me, I grew up in a really small, isolated town in the suburbs and I pretty much went to like the same school from pre-primary to year 12 and then the university that I attended, like a lot of people that I went to school with also attended the same university. So I was in like a very 
small extended sort of social circle and you know it's common to be friends with the same people from school into university into adulthood and I think for me because I was like the only Asian person (laughs) there was very obvious differences like even just superficially between me and the people I grew up with and also like the things that I wanted from life always seemed to be very different as well so I think for me I always recognized that there was going going to be more for me outside of where I grew up and that even though I loved a lot of the people that I grew up with I wasn't necessarily going to be in the same place as them as I got older but I think that at the same time there is this like recalibration of how you see your relationships and your friendships when you become a young adult because everybody's priorities start shifting after high school or after university and the people that you might have spent a lot of time with and be used to like as a regular presence in your life suddenly you need to redefine like the nature of your relationship or you need to readjust your expectations so I think uh I guess when I was at university and I started DJing I was sort of exposed to like a whole new different group of people in the club scene and I started to hang out a lot more with those people and then I would still be able to see like my school friends on the side but I was never really part of like a specific social group. I think I've always been someone who has like friends from different groups but doesn't necessarily have her own group I guess for like a short amount of time. Or I mean, like I have like, I guess when I was in Shanghai um, before I had like a close group of like three or four friends. And I feel like I also have that now as well. But I wouldn't say that we are considered like a social group or like a click click. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so when you're younger, I think a lot of your friendships are actually determined by just like circumstantial situation kind of thing like you just see each other on a regular basis you participate in activities together but you're not necessarily connecting in an emotional level and as you get older and you start to form like a more concrete sense of self it becomes evident who you truly connect with and who you don't and for me I'm very grateful that I have friends that I've known since I was a teenager still in different parts of the world some of them in Australia some of them overseas and then that I also that have seen me through like so many different stages of my life and vice versa and I think like our appreciation for each other comes from like really being able to see each other for who we are we're so different but I think maybe like our core values um, are what keep us connected to each other even if those values are expressed very differently or at least we can accept the differences between us and celebrate that rather than think that it's something that has to like invalidate the relationship and I think when you when I've gotten older and I've made friends with people that are mostly based on interests first like we work in the same industry or we know like similar people and we're interested in the same kind of like music or fashion or whatever it can seem like sometimes those relationships can be so much more fragile because you don't have as much time to really get to know each other in an in-depth way and because life is so fast-paced it's like those are kind of the things that can fall by the wayside first because it just doesn't seem like there's been enough of an investment and it's actually like 
I don't know, it's this realization that just because you appreciate the same things like in an external way, like the same music or the same art, it doesn't actually mean that you necessarily have the same values or that you're able to see each other as like whole people and not outside of the work that you do. So that's also been kind of like an interesting thing to reflect on and observe especially like coming back to Shanghai I feel like you know there are a lot of relationships that are quite transactional in a business sense and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing because you can't make everybody your close friend but then I think it's also important to think about like well who do you know that you feel emotionally safe with and that you can be really honest with about how you feel and vice versa like to be like a mutual source of support for each other in a consistent way like I think that's how I would understand like being close friends with someone is you know you might have the same interests or you might not but at the end of the day you're able to come to each other and say like can I get your perspective on this thing that I'm going through or like how do you feel about this thing or how are you feeling? How can I support you? Et cetera, et cetera. Like not everybody is going to be able to do that for you. And I think as I've gotten older, it's been important for me to distinguish between, you know, who is just a party friend or a work acquaintance and someone that I'm friendly with an internet friend, whatever. And then who is like someone that I can actually count on and someone who I want to know that they can count on me and someone who I want to be able to count on me to f- and someone who I want to feel like they can also rely on me as well because there is so much bullshit that you have to deal with as you get older. The people on in your inner circle, I think, need you need to all be on the same page and you need to have this sort of like neutrality firstly towards each other, like no jealousy, envy that permeates the relationship and also like mutual celebration of each other being able to encourage each other and support each other so that you're all moving forward rather than trying to hold each other back or trying to push someone behind so that you can move forward like I've seen a lot of other people's relationships that manifest in that way and I just feel that as you get older and you become an adult and you're not limited by your circumstances the way you are when you're younger you don't have a choice of like where you live or what school you go to it's much more important to take ownership and responsibility for who and what you let into your life. So I think the first thing when it comes to making friends as an adult is to also take time to be a friend to yourself. And this is something that I think has taken me a while to consciously do. I think I've always been able to keep myself entertained and to manage being alone and enjoying my solitude because I grew up as like an only child who was left by herself a lot. So I know how to like keep myself entertained. I think it's also just like my personality um, being like more introverted and then sort of being able to choose when I want to be more extroverted. But it's important as you get older to familiarize yourself with yourself, basically. And I try to think of my thoughts as like, not being as not being fully defined by my thoughts and trying to sort of imagine my thoughts like communicating with each other rather than defining who I am if that makes sense so I think that's kind of how I'm able to untangle different things that I'm going through because I'm not like 
every single thought that I'm having is defining how I'm moving forward. I'm like, okay, this thought and this thought are communicating like this part of me that's insecure is communicating with this part of me that wants to um, feel more self-assured and be confident. And how can they work out these internal conflicts that I'm feeling? Because it's easy to sort of think that everything around you has to define you. Those are all just kind of like reference points for you to decide how you want to move forward. That's sort of like the process that I'm trying to become more conscious of as I get older. And as a result, I think it makes me much more aware when I'm dealing with other people and when I'm connecting with other people and I'm much better to sort of feel and understand and intuitively know like what is worth pursuing further and what I can just sort of leave as is, if that makes sense, you know, because I, especially for me now, like I meet a lot of people and I might get along with people, but it doesn't mean that I'm connecting with them. It doesn't mean that I can necessarily connect with them. And I think before I used to feel like this pressure to please other people or to feel like I need to be liked by others in this very subtle subconscious way, like, because I generally don't care, but then sometimes in the moment I'm like, do I need to be making more of an effort? Like, why aren't we just becoming friends, like off the bat or whatever? But now I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm always open to new connections and I'm always going to try my best to make others feel comfortable around me. But there's only so much I can do up to a certain point when it's like, is the other person meeting me there? Do they reciprocate or do I move on? (laughs) And I think it's that time that I spend trying to better understand like where I'm at, what I want, what I want to move towards that allows me to then when I'm in the outer world to just sort of like have a better handle on that. And I want to make it clear that being alone or spending time alone, enjoying your solitude is not the same as isolating yourself from other people. It can be a very fine line between like, okay, I'm just going to spend the day with myself. I'm going to spend a few days by myself figuring some things out that can spiral into, okay, now it's like three weeks and I haven't seen or spoken anyone spoken to anyone like they're not the same thing (laughs) like being able to spend time with yourself being okay with being alone is not the same as isolating yourself from others and not connecting with anyone I think it's important to have that balance between spending time by yourself getting comfortable with yourself and then also going out and forming connections nurturing the connections that are important to you because I think when I first got back to Shanghai, I was so overwhelmed with just the amount of like social interaction, being around so many people, feeling like I'm reintroducing myself to people that I actually already know because I'd been away for so long. And I also was like moving apartments and this is like the first time that I've really like lived by myself. And I also work from home mostly. So I am alone a lot of the time and I was like really reconciling with the fact that I just like am alone with my thoughts for most of the day because for other people who live by themselves like they're at home by themselves but they go into an office or they're like in constant communication with people that they're working with and my day is just not structured like that so even though I'm generally quite comfortable being by myself this is like a whole different level to before And I think it took me like a month or a month or two, I would say even like three months now that it's been about three months, 
I think that I feel so much more comfortable with just being by myself and alone with my thoughts and enjoying that and then also looking forward to like seeing my friends and working in teams and with other people it just depends on like what my schedule demands of me but that was like a whole different thing like being by myself and it was easy it would have been easy for me to just totally isolate myself as much as it would have been easy for me to just be booking to see people every single day um so I think finding that balance and knowing what works for me you know like some people are much more extroverted they can handle going out and spending time with other people and then coming home and still doing what they need to do but for me I can get really socially exhausted very quickly and I also know that if I'm like hanging out with other people I'm not good at setting boundaries in terms of how long we hang out for I'll just like let the hangout continue something that not only needs to be two hours I'll let it go for like four hours because I do enjoy the company of the people that I choose to spend time with but I also need to prioritize like whatever else in my life I need to attend to so I try to make sure that I schedule things that are mutually like compatible for me and whoever I want to see so that I'm not like totally derailing my day or my week because I'm too focused on like socializing and not also spending time connecting with myself so that the way that I socialize can actually give me what it needs or like be healthy and not destructive. So the next thing that I would consider when it comes to adult friendships is being able to distinguish between your inner circle and your outer circle. So for me, I think that before I used to think everybody has to be my best friend or I have to be equally close with every person that I know, which is insane to me now that I think about it. But then I got to a point where I was like, okay, these are my close friends, the people that I can rely on, the safe space that we create for each other. And then outside of that is just like people that I know on a superficial level. Maybe we work together. Maybe we enjoy the same things. Maybe we're internet friends. And it's not that those people aren't like worthy of close friendship. It's just like for whatever reason, the circumstances mean that I'm closer with these people and not as close with those people. They've have different functions in my life the same way that I have different functions in other people's lives as well so before I used to not be able to really distinguish between who I was close friends with and who was just an acquaintance I think because I am able to have like very in-depth conversations with people that I don't know very well for some reason I've always had this from a young age I remember people like at parties being like I know anytime I'm going to talk to Amber at a party it's going to end up some like existential life (laughs) questioning deep and meaningful conversation which to me is like I never even thought of it that way to me it's just a conversation that I'm having with someone because I genuinely want to know like where they're coming from what they're thinking about xyz or like how they feel about abc so I think like I would feel closer to people than they actually were and at the same time like I'm not it's more like me getting to know this other person I'm not necessarily always sharing much about me and I think that because as well like the people that I was spending a lot of time with who would be considered like my inner circle those relationships weren't exactly that healthy I did not really feel like that understood or seen by those people I felt more like just a token to them or like a means to an end 
in a way. And I don't think that, like, they're bad people or anything. I just think that ultimately we we weren't really that compatible and we were just kind of friends by circumstance. And it was really difficult for me to let go of those friendships because it's like, wow, we were friends for like four or five years or something and I really spent a lot of time with you but I don't even feel connected to you at all. I don't feel seen. I don't feel understood. And I don't feel like I'm given the same amount of grace that I give them. And that's okay. You know, that happens. And I think that different people want different things, have different different capacities and just differing levels of compatibility. But I think once I was able to find and nurture relationships where we were much less judgmental of each other and much more accepting of each other and our differences and being able to support each other through the different phases of our lives, like as they occurred parallel to each other, it was much clearer to me, like who is a close friend, who's on the inner circle and who is just an acquaintance, work friend, party friend, whatever. And I think when I was really clear with myself about what type of friends I wanted, what type of people I wanted to be friends with, what type of friend I wanted to be, what type of friend I can be, then things just sort of naturally started to shift and move in that direction. Because before I didn't really, I think before when I was in Perth, before I'd moved to Shanghai, I just wanted to leave Perth. I did not care. Like that was the main priority for me. And I just felt like I'm going to meet other people when I leave. And I don't know if I'm still going to be friends with the people that I know now, but I just don't even have the capacity to think about it in much depth because I'm so desperate to leave. I don't have, I don't have any room to even consider what it would mean for the friendships that I have now. And I think that once I left and there was like space in my life to meet new people, I just naturally started to distance from the relationships that weren't healthy anymore and focused more on putting my energy into ones that could be. And I think that as I met new people and as those connections felt healthier, I was able to think like, this is actually the type of friendship that I want. And this is the type of friend that I want to be. This is the type of friend that I want to have. And then my relationship sort of shifted naturally in that direction. I think sometimes when the relationships you have are not healthy, you normalize feeling uncomfortable in your close relationships. And you feel like, well, you know, I've known this person for so long, it's going to be so hard to meet new friends that don't know me at all. But in reality, like, if you are destined to be friends with somebody, they will be open to seeing you for who you are from the jump and vice versa. But like you need to be open to that as well. And I think recently I've been able to meet new people and form new connections. And I think it's really inspiring or exciting and like, and very like, I don't know, wholesome to be able to meet someone new and like, see and discover new things together or realize that you have liked the same things or been to the same places before you even met each other and then be able to form a new connection like I think that's what's so exciting about meeting and connecting with people in general so for me even as someone who's introverted and like can be very shy when it comes to like in-person interactions I still you know, need time to myself, but I'm also always open to like meeting new people as well. And then as you develop 
a better understanding of each other, you're able to sort of define and direct the relationship in whichever direction makes sense for the two of you. But I think it's important to be clear on the type of friends that you want. I think everybody wants to have like healthy, wholesome friendships. It's just that you need to let go of the things that don't feel like that recognize the things that you can do to foster relationships that are like that and move accordingly right it doesn't make sense to continue to hold on to toxic friendships when you know they're toxic when you don't feel like you're being nourished when you're around these people when you feel insecure when you feel not seen misunderstood and then expect that either they're just going to change into non into a non-toxic presence in your life or that there is enough room for a healthy relationship to enter. So I think considering the type of friends that you want on your inner circle will then also define the nature of relationships that you have that are like with acquaintances or with people that you work with, etc. Like, so it starts from within first, the relationship you have with yourself, by extension, the relationship you have with your inner circle, and then the relationships that you have with people that you don't know as well, that you see out and maybe you're not that close with yet but you never know like when dynamics will shift and someone who you're really close with now won't you won't be as close with and then allowing someone that you weren't that close with before or a stranger to then become closer with okay so how do you make new friends For me, I think when I was younger, I actually found it much harder to make friends with people that I felt like genuinely connected to or that I felt like really seen by. And I think that was also a reflection of my relationship with myself. I was just not very sure of myself at all and really grappling with my identity, especially as like a young Asian woman in a very white area who was like sort of politicized before a lot of other people my age, just because of the study that I did, like while I was studying art and like in feminism, I took that study, I think much more seriously than a lot of other people around me. And it was difficult for me to make friends when I was younger. But then as I got older and I started to embrace who I was and my interests more wholeheartedly, I think it became easier to connect with people. And I think just because you have like a superficial connection or compatibility with someone that doesn't always translate into actually seeing or knowing each other, you know, like I can have a lot of superficial connections or compatibilities with people that I only really know through social media But it doesn't mean I know anything about their life. I know how they operate on a day-to-day basis. I know, you know, what their real insecurities are or whatever. But then sometimes you actually do know more about people that you've never met in person or people that you only have met one time but then maintain an online sort of friendship with. I don't know. It's it's complicated. (laughs) But I think that as an adult, for me, I've met a lot of people through work I guess for me, because I work in quite a social industry, like music and creative industry, you, even though like the process of being creative uh, or coming up with creative ideas can be, is something that you generally do alone, the industry itself relies very heavily on people being able to work in teams and collaborating. So I feel very lucky that 
for me as someone who's naturally quite introverted and maybe wouldn't thrive in an office environment where I have to see the same people every day I work in an industry where I'm able to meet new people and like connect with them over our interests and then see if we can connect and build a friendship that is like beyond just something that's superficial I think if I wasn't I mean I have worked in an office before and I am still friends with people that I met um in that office environment albeit not like super close I guess not close with the people that I worked with but closer with people that I met through the work that I did (laughs) um and then I think internet friends like connecting with people via the internet but actually a lot of my close friends now I've sort of met through a friend in person like I met one person IRL and then was connected to another person IRL who then I connected with somebody else like online but they knew my IRL friends already uh so yeah it is like this combination of internet and real life I guess um I think that when it comes to if you're not able to meet people through work then a good way is to meet people through hobbies I think you know for me now that I am doing pole dance more often and before I was doing like an occasional Chinese class here and there I noticed that if I wanted to foster those friendships into the people that I met or the connections I made in those classes into real friendships I could do that uh it's just I have enough friends I don't need more friends it's fine for us to just be acquaintances but I think that putting pursuing something that is actually of interest to you whether you actually do it online and you just share your hobby online and your interests online or you attend things IRL where you're going to meet people that are interested in the same thing as you I think that's a good way to just sort of like put your feelers out (laughs) to meet new people I don't think there is like a cut and dry formula for everyone to just make new friends like I always try to leave space for the unknown or for you know like the universe to do its thing it'll put you in front of the right people at the right time and it will let people leave your life at the right time as well even when you don't feel ready I think there's always a lesson that you can learn from like someone entering your life or someone exiting even if it's just for like a brief period again it's like when you are able to feel comfortable in who you are you will naturally meet and connect with people who are doing the same who feel the same or who are working on the same thing that is like if you want to have healthy relationships versus just like knowing people for the sake of knowing them like it's easy to just know a lot of people but it doesn't mean that they see you and understand you and that you're mutually there for each other and you're able to hold like a safe emotional space for each other so I think when it comes to meeting new people it's like spending that time with yourself putting yourself out there as well and just like giving space for the things that like you can't predict that you can't see that you can't know and letting things unfold in you know ways that you might have never imagined like so many people that I'm friends with I could have never predicted that I would have met them the way that I did and that we would connect in the way that we did and I think that's a beautiful thing you know (laughs) like so that is something that's like a type of experience that I really value and I think that the experiences that I have 
reflect that because you know one of my really close friends who I haven't seen in years but I was still able to maintain contact with we met like at a random party when I just happened to decide to go to Hong Kong before I moved to Shanghai and she happened to be working for like the promoters of an event that I was DJing for and we became such good friends as a result of that she introduced me to other people that I'm still good friends with today we know you know like met other people and connections through that and then I've like met people through one person and then being able to work together and then become really good friends because of that like there's so many different ways that you come across people in your life and I think as you're getting older you get used to just like this unknown factor when you're younger and you're used to just like being in the same school being in the same suburb it can seem like when you're going through this transition phase of realizing that maybe you're not that compatible with some people, like how else am I going to make friends? Like all of the friends that I could possibly have, I already have now and now I'm losing friends. How am I going to make new friends? I think that can be really confronting, but in reality, it's like as your life continues to move forward, as you continue to grow and evolve, you will naturally cross paths with other people that you can create exciting and wholesome and healthy and supportive friendships with so have faith as long as you are listening to how you feel when it comes to meeting new people sometimes you can't necessarily explain why you do or don't feel comfortable with a person and it's better to go with that feeling than to deny yourself which brings us to the next part friend breakups but I do just want to say that in the process of making new friends I think it's important to just be patient and give it time to get to know someone and to allow someone to get to know you. When you are worried about not having any friends, you can feel like urgent or like desperate and think every connection has to become like a real close friendship. But I think just giving yourself time to get to know someone in like a healthy pace rather than just diving in and becoming codependent. When you get really close to someone and are used to seeing them every day, talking every day, you will have to go through a period of like rebalancing where like they have to focus on their life, you have to focus on their life if you want the relationship to be healthy. Otherwise you're getting into like weird codependent vibes. So just be open to letting it take like a few weeks or a few months to get to know someone that's how long it actually takes even though you can get caught up in this like short-term frenzy or excitement which is great but just recognize you know if you're having a come down from that kind of experience or you're like feel like maybe you're not as close with someone because you were so close before and now it's like you don't speak every day or you don't see each other every week it's okay like everyone is going through different phases of their lives at the same time as you are and if you're really if you have a genuine connection with someone and both of you are committed to being able to maintain it and explore that you will be able to make time for each other you will be able to just sort of like find out what that balance is but don't expect things to just happen overnight I think you know at the end of the day we're still human just because technology allows us to connect with someone in really fast ways doesn't mean that our bodies as part of nature have adapted to that yet or evolved to that yet they haven't okay we're still monkeys with fingers (laughs) we're still hairless monkeys (laughs) 
so yeah, give it, give yourself time, you know, like maybe you're starting a new hobby. You're not necessarily going to be best friends with every person in the class, like from class one, it might take you like five or six weeks to just slowly get to know each other, chit chat, whatever, whatever. Um, don't think that you, you need to be besties with everybody from the jump. Giving it time allows people and yourself to just feel more comfortable revealing and uh, sharing who you are and then and then seeing if that's compatible from like a more stable place instead of like a desperate one or like a crazy adrenaline rush one. Okay, so friend breakups and friendship ebbs and flows. I think for me, I find it much easier to make friends than to let go of friends because I take my close friendships very seriously or I take any relationship or connection I have with another person seriously. I don't want to be a negative presence in other people's lives. I want people to feel like comfortable and safe when we're together, whether we're working together, whether we're just friends or whether we're close friends or whether we're romantically involved because it's important for me to do that for myself. So I think I extend that to other people. So when I feel like disrespected or let down by someone who I consider a friend, it's really hard for me to walk away. And I think that it's something that I recognize now that is just harder for me to do. And I need to be patient with myself when it comes to letting go of someone. The same way it takes time to get to know someone, it also takes time to get used to their absence in your life in any capacity. So I think that firstly, I would say that just because you're not as close with someone that you previously were really close with, it doesn't necessarily mean that something has gone wrong, especially if no one has directly harmed the other person. You know, you didn't like hook up with your friend's boyfriend. You didn't like steal something from your friend or they didn't wrong you in some way. You know, like I said, everyone's life is sort of unfolding in its own way and the people that you're friends with it's like it's happening in parallel and your ability to support each other and cheer each other on is what determines a healthy friendship in my opinion so sometimes people's lives are directed away from their connection with you and that's okay and being comfortable with yourself and making sure that you are your own friend first means that regardless of who is in your life you're going to be able to feel comfortable with yourself or you're going to be able to reach your own state of balance when you rely on other people to make you feel good when you rely on other people to give you your sense of self rather than generating it from within and then allowing other people to sort of complement that or be compatible with that I think that's when you get into dangerous territory or when it becomes really hard to let go of other people when you're taking the distance that you experience between you and someone that was that you were much closer with much more personally. So I think that allowing your friendships to just ebb and flow is important. Sometimes it oftentimes it has nothing to do with you. It's just like someone else is just busy and their priorities have shifted and it doesn't affect like your inherent value as a person or as a friend just because that's happening. It's not personal the same way that for me like if I'm really busy and I just have to focus on work or focus on something that's going on in my family or focus on something that I'm dealing with it doesn't mean that 
my friends mean any less to me. It's just that my priorities have shifted in that moment. And I think that when you notice how sometimes if you're not as busy and your friend's more busy, you take things from them more personally. Remember when you reach that busy point again, it's like, well, you're inevitably not going to be able to dedicate as much energy as you usually would. And you wouldn't want your friend to take that personally because it's not personal. You know what I mean? So just putting yourself in the other person's position and recognizing that it's not personal. And even if for some reason that it is, like, I think then it's important to have open and honest conversations, attempt to do that and to see if you can really meet each other in the middle again, because sometimes it's easy to be friends with someone when things are good. And then when things start to get difficult for you or for them, maybe they don't have the capacity to really be there for you in the way that you would actually want from a friend or vice versa. Sometimes you realize you can't be there for people in the way that they want and you need to be able to detach from that or just kind of like create some space so that the possibility of you ever being close again remains intact. I think sometimes people jump the gun like and take things personally And any chance that you would have had to come together again later down the line is jeopardized or thwarted because people are being too reactionary. And taking things personally and making it the other person's responsibility to make them feel good about it. So I think sometimes when there is a bit of distance, you can, and you feel uncomfortable about it or you feel uneasy, ask yourself if, you know, they've expressed that they have so many other things going on. Um, ask yourself if you feel that maybe there's something that you're not giving yourself at the moment that you're seeking from other people that maybe you can spend a bit more time and effort working on instead of worrying about what other people are doing and thinking about you focus on how you can nurture your own sense of self your own value that takes consistent action it's not something that you just arrive at and then you're all good it's like you need to constantly be maintaining that connection with yourself in spite of all the external distractions and relationships that you might have. And I think that you can flag to somebody like, hey, I haven't seen you much recently. Like, how are you going with everything? Do you want to catch up in a few weeks or let me know when you're free? would love to see you or I can organize for us to do something. Like, be proactive about it and then see how they respond. I think it's also important to recognize that some people just aren't going to be able to prioritize and communicate in the same way as your friend. And you need to be accepting of that if you want them to be in your life rather than insisting that they change. Like I have a friend who gets really annoyed when people that she's friends with are flaky or not able to be clear and communicate like what their plans are in order for her to be able to make plans with them, which I totally understand. But I've also said to her, like, we're old enough for you it to be kind of necessary for us to just accept that that's how some people are. They're just not that good at scheduling the time. They just can't be that clear with their availability. Speaking from me as someone who can be guilty of that, maybe not to the same extent as the people that my friend is dealing with, but I recognize that sometimes it's just hard for me to manage my time and to be clear about when I'm free. So I will communicate that to whoever's asking me to make plans And then try to provide a solution to show them that I am serious about actually seeing them. And I think that it's important to accept your friends as they are, flaws and all. Because, you know, what annoys us about our friend, there's going to be something that 
we do that annoys them that they accept as well yeah nobody's perfect and it's important to just understand like what is the contribution that someone is bringing to your life what is the contribution you make in theirs and is that more important than these like small grievances that you might experience in the process of being friends with them because I think that when we are feeling depleted in our own way it's much easier to pick up on other people's flaws when I'm feeling good about myself I don't take it personally at all if someone's flaking on me I'm just like okay whatever I'm gonna do something else but when I'm feeling down and like stressed out then I might take it more personally so it's natural to have those impulses and those feelings but how we manage them and the self-awareness that we bring to how we're managing them I think is more important in terms of figuring out how we then go about communicating with our friends and managing our friendships so I think giving friendship space to ebb and flow is important you know like there's a lot of space between me and the friends that I have from school but we send each other the occasional meme and we keep in touch in our own ways and I think that that's I really genuinely appreciate those relationships so much because I always think like I can't believe how long I've known you (laughs) and just the way that we've seen each other grow up and our priorities and our journeys unfold in different ways and I always look forward to being in the same place as them at some point and being able to catch up because it feels like no time has passed. And then for other friends that I'm more close with, like on a day-to-day basis, being able to talk shit and meet up for dinner and go out and party and find ways to like work together and make money together is equally as exciting and just as important to me as well. So I think I appreciate all these different ebbs and flows that happen in the friendships that I have. But... Friend breakups, I think that for me, I think I've always been on the side of the person that wants to end a friendship or needs a friendship to just like take a new form or cease to exist at all. And I find it, it doesn't make it any less difficult for me to confront the reality that someone who I was close with and spent time with and genuinely cared about might not actually care about me or might not be compatible with what I'm looking for in a friend you know like it takes time to get to know people and sometimes enough things happen that you're like okay we're really not on the same page the way that I thought we were and that's really hard because I think I will kind of question my own judgment I'll be like how did I let a person like this into my life how have I spent so much time and energy really thinking that I'm close with this person only for it to end up like this I always try to have like self-compassion in those moments because I just didn't know how could I have known even when I give people the benefit of the doubt like I'm trying to see the best in other people I'm trying to give them the grace that I would want someone to extend to me if I was having a hard time if I wasn't able to deal with some kind of trauma and then sort of have it scattered to gone out into my relationships like usually that's the reason why friendships sort of start to become incompatible or show their incompatibilities when one party is in denial of something that they need to work through and are sort of like holding another person responsible for it in a way I think at least just in my experience that's kind of like how things have gone or somebody realizing that they've been 
doing that with another person and then wanting to take responsibility and reclaim that part of themselves and then the other person not being okay with it and it's tough like that's just part of life I wish I could say there's a way for you to avoid friend breakups but I feel like everybody's going to have a situation where they're either the one whether they mean to or not disappointing another person or being disappointed by another person but there's always a lesson in all of those things that we can use to sort of like give us more wisdom for the next thing I think that I definitely avoid like lashing out or making it like other people's fault that we're not compatible because it's not their fault really it is my responsibility to determine you know whether I am compatible with someone or not and vice versa I always try to say like I'm just in a place where I'm focused on these things and it's not that I don't still care about you it's just that I think I'm open to there being just a bit of distance so that I can figure this out I I just don't think that it's it's not about you it's about the things that I have to work through or the things that I'm focusing on now the things I'm prioritizing now that just aren't compatible with how our friendship used to be and not everybody is going to get that because they aren't clear on their priorities either so it's going to feel like it's something wrong with them But there's only so much you can do. You know, I think for me coming back to Shanghai, being able to see much more clearly where people that I considered myself really close with before, where they're really at, where I'm really at, has been confronting, but also kind of like freeing to just realize like how much you can change in a certain amount of time and how giving yourself the space to focus on what's important to you right now for them to focus on what's important to them right now and then you're able to just again like embrace the unknown embrace the part of the universe that's going to straighten out like whether you guys are going to be compatible again in a different way later down the line or not I was talking to another friend about this because I was like reflecting on the differences between me and like other friends that I had that I used to feel much closer with I was saying that it's hard for me to let go because I feel like once I've let go of something I move on and like I rarely look back it's not that I don't still value the relationship that I had with that person I just think like I probably won't be able to be friends with them again if I move on and I think what I'm processing now is like I don't have to think that way again I have to just be open to the unknown I don't need to decide right now if I'm ever going to be friends with this person again it's just like I can just focus on what's actually important to me and let everything else work itself out when my relationship with myself when my own priorities are straight and when I'm like making sure that I'm prioritizing what is actually important to me and not worrying about how to please other people not worrying about how I can shape shift to be what other people want me to be then everything starts to just sort of naturally fall into place and I think that's true with work true with love and true with friendships as well so friend breakups are tough I found them harder than romantic breakups I think because it sometimes feels like they drag on for so much longer and a lot of the friendships that I've sort of let go of or had to create space in have been longer than like any romantic relationship that I've had but again that's just life (laughs) different people will come in and out of your life at different seasons and that's just the reality it doesn't make it easier or harder necessarily to deal with it or it doesn't feel 
easier or it doesn't necessarily feel as pleasant when we have to come to terms with feeling betrayed or not feeling seen or getting used to the space between you and a person that you are used to being very close with but reminding yourself to just like process the good and the bad as it comes and focus on what is important to you focus on the person you want to be focus on the life that you want to live focus on the things that really matter to you and you will naturally attract experiences and people that will help you to facilitate that that will support you in that and that you can also mutually support to me that is like the most important part of friendship this mutual exchange of support and it's not that you have to be the same you don't have to like the same things you don't have to do the same things but it's your ability to cheer each other on and complement each other and collaborate and be compatible with each other in whatever parts in whatever like is conducive to the context that you're in you know for me I'm very grateful that a lot of the people that I'm friends with we have complementary skills like I'm good at something they're good at something else and we can expand each other's awareness and understanding of different skill sets and different ways of working that I wouldn't be able to do if I was just friends with people that did the same thing as me and I think that's something that I really value in friendships and for you it might be different you might want to just be friends with people that do the same thing as you that you know you can bounce ideas off within the same sort of realm or whatever and that's okay like figuring that out is what is important I value relationships where there is this like contrast and complementary sort of personality perspectives skill sets but you might value something different it's just getting clear on what that is making sure that you're choosing that doing what allows you to do that that's what is going to give you the healthiest outcomes I think or the ones that are right for you and not just like the type of friends you think you should have or the type of life you think you should have like what do you really want and what can you do so that your life is being directed in that direction so that you can slive, slough, slove, slurn and slay. <laughs> Be hot and have fun. Who, like, define what being hot and having fun is to you and then you'll naturally meet the people and become friends with the people that agree, that have a similar life outlook to you. And isn't that so exciting? That's what I love so much about being alive, even though I have an existential crisis every week. I think these are the sorts of experiences that excite me. It's more about the experience that I can share with the people around me than it is the like achievements or like the arbitrary sort of like goals that I can hit. But that's how I enjoy living my life. And I think I encourage people to figure out how they enjoy living their life, whether that's similar or different to mine. So yeah, I think something that I'm trying to do more now is extend emotional space to people to be honest with me about how they feel and where they're at. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to, rather than being quick to just cut people off when I feel disrespected by them, or I feel like I'm not when I feel like I'm being taken for granted, I used to just be like, goodbye, we're done here. I don't want to speak to you ever again. But I think now I'm a little bit more compassionate in terms of being able to say, like, if there is something that you want to say to me, you're welcome to say it rather than presenting in a way that's like, I'm going to judge you no matter what you say. <laughs> so that's also because I'm able to extend that to myself I'm much more forgiving with myself much more compassionate 
in being able to see that, okay, I didn't make the best decision, but I tried my best and now I'm going to forgive my former self and do better. And I'm trying to give other people that opportunity too, rather than feeling like I have to know now if I'm going to be friends with someone or not. I'm just like, I'm just going to leave space for this. If we have an opportunity to come together and be honest with each other and set new boundaries, then that's great. But if not, that's okay. But it doesn't have to be, I don't have to know right now. And the best way to not focus and fixate on it is to then focus on the things in my life that are good. Focus on the relationships that do make sense. Focus on the activities and the work that I do care about. And then naturally things sort of reorganize from there. But it's about being patient as well. You're not going to know just overnight. Give yourself time to be consistent. Give yourself time to allow yourself to grow and evolve and then see how things shift around you. So yeah, (laughs) just wanted to tack that thought on. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let me know what you thought. Send your thoughts and feelings to at friend.crush. Please share the podcast with your friends if you think it will bring some sort of value or perspective to their life. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, SoundCloud, (laughs) Spotify. Make sure you drink lots of water. Tell your friends and family that you love them and go be a better person. Lots of love from me to you. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.